Hi, and welcome back to Real Estate Keeping It Simple. Again, I'm your host, Ray Dove, with REMAX Eastside Brokers, Inc., here in the Seattle, Bellevue, Washington area. Hey, so this week, I thought I'd chat a little bit more about new opportunities that you might want to look at in terms of how to gain access to cash in your home, or if you're, you need money for projects around your home to, uh, to update the home. And this is going to be a little different approach this week because typically I talk to you about what's going on with our current market, inventory, interest rates, you know, a lot of things that maybe get swept underneath the rug with regards to our home selling, are they not, or interest rates at 6%, 12%, 15%, what are they? But this week I've got a special guest. His name is Matthew Sullivan. And he's got an approach here that says convert your equity into cash. What does that mean? Let me give you a little bit of background here, Matthew. He's originally from London, so you'll notice the accent. He's worked with Richard Branson's corporate finance team, and he was a director of the Virgin-sponsored London Air Ambulance, a helicopter pilot himself, and he's also got his own podcast called Hooked on Startups. So with that, Matthew, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit more about you, how this idea came to be, and and how does it work? Because it goes on to say that you can take, it's not a loan, it's not a reverse mortgage, it's an opportunity for people to get cash from the equity with no interest and no monthly payments. So what is that? Well, great. First of all, Ray, thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be on the podcast. So what we do at Quantum is, as you, as you say, we help homeowners uh, access the equity in their homes without taking on more debt. And our instrument our structure is a home equity agreement and it's not a loan it's not a mortgage it's not a HELOC it's not a reverse mortgage and we are investors so what we do is we co-invest with the homeowner through a home equity agreement and in exchange for a cash payment that the homeowner receives at the beginning of the agreement the, agree, the uh, homeowner agrees that when they sell the property, or if they decide to refinance, they will give us a share of the value of the property at that time. And that share of the value of the property is agreed up front in the contract. So in other words, what we're doing is we are exchanging a share of the future value of the property in exchange for cash today. And what that does is that allows the um, homeowner to access some of their home equity with a lump sum, but without having to borrow money, without monthly payments, and most important, without going deeper into debt. So the question I would have here, so it certainly allows people to get access to money without going through the normal process of creating a home loan, getting approved credit-wise, income-wise. So if they have limited income, or they have bad credit, but yet they're sitting on lots of equity in their home. Exactly. They'll in, they'll enter into this contract with you, and what, would it be an uh, easy assumption to think that each contract is going to be different, or do you have a set formula that you use to create the return on the investment that you're going to your company's going to put into? Because I got to guess that if someone has a million dollars worth of equity and they want to borrow. So they want to get a $200,000 equity contract with you is I would assume that your platform would say, okay, fine. We're going to take a, a share, so to yes. speak of the future value. But 
is there is there a time limit on that? Is that good for five years, ten years, twenty years? Suppose they don't refinance it or sell the home for fifteen years. Does does your model move based upon that return that you're looking for? Great, thank you. So you've got a couple of points there. First of all, the agreements that we work with all have a ten year duration. So that means that the homeowner has up to ten years to settle the agreement. At the end of that 10-year period, uh, our investment becomes due. So in other words, whatever the agreed share of the uh, value of the home, that becomes payable. And the question is, what does the homeowner do then? Now, if they don't want to sell the home, they could potentially refinance the property and buy us out that way. Um, what they could do is they could extend or renew the home equity agreement for another 10 years. So if there's sufficient equity, which there really should be, because if the value of the property has gone up and they've paid their mortgage down, the, the amount of equity will increase. So there's a very good chance that there'll be enough equity to extend that agreement for another 10 years. Um, so that's the first part, really, which was how long do these things last? So they're all uh, that sort of 10-year duration. And as far as the formula is concerned, there is a formula. It depends a little bit on underwriting. So the precise terms for one homeowner would be slightly different to another homeowner, depending on that homeowner's current uh, credit score primarily. So even though we don't base um, our underwriting on credit scores, we use it as a guide to tell us who is likely to be a slightly higher risk partner and who's, who's likely to be a slightly lower risk. And that does change the pricing a little bit, but most importantly, we underwrite these agreements based on the equity in the home. And that means that we don't need you as a homeowner to prove how much you earn. We don't need you to prove uh, your debt to income ratio. As long as you haven't been bankrupt in the last couple of years, as long as you've kept your mortgage payments up to date, and as long as your credit score is over 500, then that puts you, you know, fairly and squarely as a candidate for us, as long as you've got enough equity in your property. And then we can look at how much you want to access as a percentage of the value of your home. And at that point, we can tell you what the ratio would be. In other words, how much equity your home, how much value your property you would need to pay us when the agreement comes to an end. Okay, so that brings up a couple of questions here for me is, Okay, you get the ten-year term, and it makes sense that you want to make sure that they're they're making their their house payments. So, when you become an equity partner, which is basically what you'd be doing, would you also uh, then record a vested interest on the property? That because yes. that way, you know, things happen in a life, and they might be all well and good today, but ten years or five years from now, they may not be able to make their house payments. You're right, and, and exactly, and that's why to protect our investors, we record the home equity agreement um, on title as you know with a lien. So we go on, uh, uh, we don't go on title as owners. So that's actually very important to get across is that we don't take ownership of the property. We do not become owners or partners or tenants in common. But what we have is an agreement with you. And that agreement is recorded very similar to a trustee, but with different language because there's no loan involved. But we record that as a lien on title. 
and we are always in a junior position to your existing mortgage. Um, and that protects us, and it also means we get notified if something happens to you, such as you missing a payment or going into default, or if you you know fail to renew your insurance. For right. No, for sure. No, okay, I understand that. So, so the, the next question would be certainly your investment group. They want a, a certain return on investment, and so if you loan somebody, give somebody an equity contract today based on current value, where you're trying to make your uh, your return on investment is on the future value. So do, do you, are you able, I would guess you would be able to show them the benefits of doing this versus getting a loan. So if they're going to pay 5% interest for the next, yep. you know, so what would be the ultimate benefit to them versus, okay, I got, I got this money. I don't have a monthly payment. I don't have a yearly payment, but at the future value, I'm going to have, uh, a cost tied to it, and yes. is that cost higher or lower than if I were to able to go out and get a five percent interest rate loan or six percent interest rate loan? Well, the, the ultimately, the cost is always going to be a function of what the value of your property is at that time, and that's why it is variable because it's not a loan where you can predict what the cost is. Right. Um, but and the longer you have these agreements, funny enough, the the less expensive they become because that that inbuilt um, uh, you know, increase in value sort of uh, erodes over time in terms of its return. But to answer your question sort of indirectly, all of the people that we speak to either don't want to borrow money or cannot borrow money. So they're already in that mindset where I don't want monthly payments. I don't want interest rates. I don't want the unknown of knowing what rates are going to be, you know, charged to me next year through a variable rate HELOC, for example. Uh, and I just, and with most people, they just simply don't have that additional burden of having monthly payments. So we're already sort of working with the willing in some respects, and it's not necessarily a pricing conversation. Um, the other group of people that we work with cannot borrow money because they may not have the income, they may have a credit score which prevents them from getting the deal that they want. Um, and so, you know, we're working with people that um, are already familiar with what we do and, and, and um, see this as a very useful option because it allows them to tap into their wealth that otherwise they simply would not be able to touch. And I think that's a very critical difference. Um, is, is that you're, you're, with a home equity agreement, you're able to um, realize or monetize value that is really only sort of hypothetical at the moment. So your house may be worth a million dollars on paper, and you may have half a million dollars worth of equity. But if you're unable to borrow money and, you're, and you don't want to sell your home, then that is half a million dollars that really you're never going to be able to see the benefit of. Unless you use an instrument like a like our home equity agreements, right? No, I agree. I mean, there's a cost benefit to it. I mean, you, you, those are all the aspects of the type of people that might be intrigued by this. It just exactly. as uh, I'm, you know, I'm thinking outside the box. What does that look like if if, if someone takes it? They meet all the criteria. They take two hundred thousand in the home. You know, I mean, historically, homes have always gone up about five percent a year. 
So if someone's that's sitting, right. right. So if someone's sitting on a home that's worth a million dollars today in ten years, that home's going to go up fifty grand a year over the next ten years. It's going to be five hundred thousand yeah. dollars additional equity position. So so when you have your one-on-one -on -one conversation with them, certainly then they're going to have to make a decision. Is this opportunity, does it make sense to me if the home goes up $500,000, this is what's going to cost me at the end of the rainbow when I refinance or sell the property, right? And, and again, and you're right, and it's all about the value of money today oh, sure. as opposed to, to, to the, you know, the value of, or the cost of the money in the future. So to, to the people that we speak to, the, the, the need for capital or the value of capital today is much higher. Uh, in other words, what can I do with the capital today? I have a number of, if you look at people that we speak to who are potential investors, they're thinking, okay, I see opportunities out there, uh, and if I can get capital to put on as a down payment on this property, um, you know, then I can make far more on that property because I'm not borrowing money for that down payment, then it's going to cost me ultimately on my on my property, my, my home. And the other thing is you're, with many people, their home represents their largest source of wealth, and it's concentrated, and it's not tradable, and it's not liquid. So this is a very good way of diversifying out of that single concentrated asset and putting that capital into other assets that could create cash flow, that could have a better return profile, and certainly would be more liquid. So there are many different conversations um, you know, once people understand the fact that this is capital without strings attached from a monthly payment perspective, that means that they can do much with it because if it takes longer to create that cash flow, for example, they haven't got that pressure to meet the um, overhead of making those monthly payments. Um, so it's, it's just a, a very different conversations that we have than we would have if we were talking about a debt product. Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, for those that are in a position to do so, go borrow money out of the equity of their primary residence uh, from you exactly. folks and take that money and go buy an, an, another piece of property uh, cash, pay cash for it. Now they rent it out. Now they've got cash flow coming in that they normally wouldn't have. they got no added debt on this side with you guys. So now they've got a couple assets working for them. And you've got the appreciation from that property. So yeah. you're trading appreciation in your property for appreciation in another property. And obviously there's a cost in between. But, but you know, if you can grow your assets and then, you know, it's effectively leverage without leverage. You're, you're tapping into, um, it, it's, a home equity agreement is very similar to um, commercial equity agreements or commercial equity funding. So in commercial property, there are all sorts of different types of funding available typically. You know, combinations of debt and equity and mezzanine and, uh, you, know, uh, you, know, you know, mortgages that are part based on debt and part based on performance. For a homeowner, a residential homeowner, normally they only have access to debt. So what we're doing is we're just using, um, you know, equity-based funding that is normally used every day by commercial properties or commercial developers, um, and that, and what we're doing is we're allowing the homeowner to, to really access that extra piece of um, value that they have, um, in a, with a completely different mechanism that uh, doesn't. Yeah.
I, I, can, I, I can see where the, it, it's got uh, all kinds of opportunities available depending upon each person's needs. What you don't want to do is have someone, I guess, borrow money out of the equity. I guess they could pay off some debt, reduce that debt cycle. They could remodel their home, increase the value of the asset. Uh, so, yeah, there could be a lot of different uh, ways to, to help them use that cash versus getting a reverse mortgage or something like that. Certainly could see it as another tool. And it's, it's much more flexible than a reverse mortgage. Um, so you can keep, so let's say that you've um, just refied, well, a few months ago, you refied at 3%, say. So you can keep your existing mortgage. You don't have to refi out of that, which is what you do if you wanted to have a reverse right. mortgage. Um, and let's say you wanted to rent the property out in six months. You can do that. So you don't have to be over 62. You don't have to qualify using the same process. You don't have to uh, pay off an existing mortgage that you have. You've got much more flexibility. Um, you can, you know, move out and rent the property. So, um, and, and there's no debt, which means that your equity is protected. We can only take a certain amount of the value of your property. So if your property collapses in value, we're going to get back less. Now with a reverse mortgage and, and every other debt product, it doesn't really matter what your house is worth, you still owe, owe that oh, you know, of course. capital amount. And that's the problem with a lot of seniors run into is they use that reverse mortgage and at the end of the rainbow they got nothing. Exactly. And they still and owe money. That, that cannot happen with a home equity agreement because you've always got you know, that, that your share of the equity, it might go down, but your, you know, in, in real terms, but your share remains the same. Yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like uh, something that uh, I would certainly encourage people at least look at, reach out. They'd reach out to you. Is that correct? Directly? Or yeah. They... And again, so on our platform, which is, you know, Quantum RE, which is Q-U-A-N-T-N, QuantumRE.com. We have a platform where as a homeowner, you can go on, and you can see how much equity we can help you access. But also, um, a couple of weeks ago, we launched our investment platform. So what we do is we use blockchain technologies to take each one of those home equity agreements and we fractionalize it into a hundred piece and allow smaller investors to buy into those assets. So not only as a homeowner can you access your home equity without taking on debt, as an investor, you can have access to this type of, uh, uh, you know, asset class, which, you know, is measured in its trillions in terms of, uh, you know, the size. Because you're investing in the equity of homes that are owner-occupied. So you're effectively buying homes that are not for sale. And all those disclosures are on that site as well with regards to if someone wants to be an investor in this? Yes, there's a whole you know, process that you go through to register as an investor, and you know you can you know there are uh, there's all, all of the regulatory and sort of compliance uh, information that you would expect to see. Of course, and that'd be more like uh, investing, just like uh, being in a REIT, R E I T kind of type of situation. Yes, it's it is, but the real benefit of this type of investment is you still make a positive return even if the value of the property goes down. Because the way the agreement is structured, it's an option agreement, but it's struck in the money, in the sense that the amount that you agree to pay us in 10 years, if we, if we um, invest,
invest 10% of the current value of your property, then you would agree with us that in 10 years' time, you would give us 16 or 16.5% the future value of your property. So we're effectively buying 16.5% of the future value in exchange for 10% of the current. Now, what that means is you're building in a cushion. So even if the value of the property goes down, you're still going to get a positive return. And that's why it's different to a REIT, because a REIT, apart from having all sorts of layers of cost involved, this gives you the protection of buying into an asset where it could depreciate year on year for 10 years, and you would still make a positive return at the end. Because it would be very much, right. but you, it would still be, you, you still would not lose money. Okay, so it's, so it's locked into a, 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 a certain amount depending upon the individual and what the contract is for everybody involved in terms of what they would owe at the end of that 10 years. Yes, but the, the guideline is normally for every 10% we invest, you would agree to pay us 16.5% of the future value. So if we invest 5%, then you pay us 8 and a quarter. So that's, that's the typical sort of ratio of how much we invest compared to what the future value is that you um, commit to us. Yeah, so it's it's a 10-year cycle nonetheless, right? So, exactly, yeah. So in a sense, if someone does, okay, you give me 10% of my equity today, no payments, everything, and then you're going to get 16.5% of my future values. That's basically the return is 1.65% for 10 years, which is 16.5% of 10 years, right? Well, it's, it's your effectively, it's, it's more than that because you're buying $165,000 worth of value for $100,000. So okay. you're getting a 65% return. Over 10 years. As, and then over 10 years, if your property does not appreciate, that works out to be about 5 or 6% a year as an equivalent Right. Return on investment. But if your property continues to appreciate by say three or four percent a year, then then the average investment return um, will be you know low to mid teens. Okay, good. All right, good to know. So if you're a homeowner and you're looking for another way in which to access uh, the, the equity in your home, this could be a good opportunity for you. If you're an investor and you uh, want to find a different vehicle in which to get a better return on your investments as opposed to letting your money sit in a bank, uh, in a CD, or the bond market, or whatever you choose to use, this could also be uh, something you should look into. I would certainly encourage uh, each and every one of you, whatever your specific needs are, to, 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 to go to his website. Uh, get all the disclosures and see if this is something that would work best for you. So the, they just go to your one web website and they get all this information. Is that correct? Absolutely. It's all, it's all there. In, there's sort of two different sort of places, as it were. But uh, everything is there. And, you know, it will be, we have lots of material, lots of sort of uh, presentations and documentation that explains what it is and how it works. Um, so you can you know, take it step by step and... Uh, and um, we're always at the end of the phone as well if you want to give us a call and do it with the old-fashioned way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, once again, the way to reach Matthew and his company, uh, you can find him on the Internet at www.quantre.com. 
go there and uh, check out all their disclosures and see if there's an opportunity there for you or not. You can also follow them on Twitter at Q-U-A-N-T-M-R-E. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can also, can they call you at this phone number you have listed here? Yes, no. absolutely, yes. Okay, and, and you can reach them uh, uh, by phone at 949-873-4098, or you can also email them at M, uh, M. Sullivan, M-S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N, at Q-U-A-N-T-M-R-E.com. I think this is a, a novel way, a great idea to to. To, to reach those people that would like to access the equity. I mean, there's, even though home values, even though real estate sales have slowed down, what we're seeing is, is that home values are still going up. Yes. They're just not going yeah. up at 25, 30% a year, but they're still going up 10, 15% a year. And, and the other thing you've got to think about is, you know, the amount of money that the average homeowner has made in terms of equity over the last couple of years. So, you know, there's, and, and then what tends to happen, I think, is is when people are thinking, actually, this is this is about as good as it's going to get. So, you know, I think now is the time that I'll start looking at these options. Um, we're seeing a huge increase in the number of people that are really exploring different options to access that equity that they've seen grow phenomenally over the last two years. So even though house price appreciation is now beginning to sort of normalize, right. um, I, I think... Yeah, because, you know, sadly, a lot of people are uh, house rich, cash poor. That's it, exactly. And I saw a statistic a while ago that 78% of all the people in the U.S. Uh, don't even have $1,000 worth of emergency money in the bank. Exactly. Yeah, that's funny. That's one of the, uh, that's one of the statistics that we, but you're right. So you can, you know, I can be worth a quarter of a million dollars. But, you know, if you ask me to find $1,000 for something, I can't. Right. And so, 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 so we solve that problem. And it, and, it, and it is cash. It's cash without those things. It's cash without that uh, sword of Damocles that you have to sort of, you know, meet your monthly payments. Yeah, no, I think it's a good idea. So I appreciate you coming on today and be part of my podcast. Uh, I, once again, to all my listeners, I would encourage you to at least uh, reach out to Matthew and his company. Get on their website, look at their disclosures, and see if this is a, a platform that uh, rings true to you, whether you're a homeowner looking to tap your equity or you're an investor looking for new investment opportunities. I mean, uh, the Dow, the NASDAQ, and the S&P are not the only vehicles in the world in which to invest and get returns on your money, as, as much as the media wants to tell us that that's the only vehicles that are available. <laughs> so with that said, thanks again, Matthew. I get, Thank you for having me on. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, I appreciate your time. And once again, this is uh, your host, Ray Dove, REMAX Eastside Brokers, Inc. at Real Estate, Keeping It Simple. You can reach out to me at 425-681-8630 or email me at r-a-y-d-o-v-e-r-e-m-a-x at gmail.com. I'm here to help you any way I can in all your real estate needs, whether buying, selling, residential real estate, or like here in our podcast today, coming up with new ways of looking at how to increase your real estate portfolio 
by accessing cash and buying investment properties. Have a great week and thanks again for listening.